0: Listener Production. Whether it's a smoothie at 7am, French toast at 4pm or a bacon and egg roll at midnight, this is the podcast for you. It's delicious. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Hello, hope your weekend was excellent. I hope it was as good as 18-year-old Britton Emma Raducanu who uh, took out the US Open from seeded 150th in the world against another unseeded player in the women's final. Absolutely incredible. 6-4, 6-3, took out 73rd-ranked left-hander Leila Fernandez over the weekend. Pretty good. Good when an underdog gets up, Matt.
2: I saw a funny tweet. Um, Someone said, and I'm sorry for not uh, tagging them in this, their official handle, but they said... Yeah, look, when we said it's coming home in July, uh, we, we didn't mean Euro, we meant the US Open in September. Uh, so, yep, the Brit there, we're taking it home. Not since 1977 at Wimbledon had
1: a British woman taken a slam singles title, which is uh, pretty good. 18 years old. That was, um, what were you doing at 18, Matt?
2: Oh, uh, not winning anything. <laughs> um, I was living mostly downstairs in Dad's house, working at the video store. Um, you know, rewinding VHS tapes before I put them back on the shelf. So, really killing it. No <coughs> life there. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter
1: when you, when you succeed as well, by the way. We should say that. It it's doesn't. not a race. And Success is not a you, race.
2: Do you know what else I did on the weekend? What's that? I watched, and I slid into your DMs about it because it was an incredible watch 9 11 Life Under Attack on the ABC. It was an incredible documentary we spoke to Simon Kennedy over the weekend if you only heard the snippet on Friday but you do want to hear the whole thing we dropped a long lunch on Saturday so go back and check it out um, Simon's mother Yvonne sadly passed away in in the terrible events that took place but this documentary was really incredible I mean it was I was literally tingling the whole time watching it I just couldn't couldn't you know believe it
1: yeah pretty um, wild weekend in New York with the US open going on and the um The memorial as well. Um, I did see that the only former living president not to attend was Donald Trump, who was commentating at boxing uh, whilst everyone else was there um, paying tribute. (sighs) Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Oh,
2: my God. We do
1: have producer Bron coming into the studio today. Very excited to see her. She's already made my day. Bringing in a little bit of biscotti for Daiso here. Ooh, Look at this. Is
2: this a bit of homemade biscotti? We'll have to ask Bron the recipe when uh, she jumps on for click fish.
1: Yeah, she's been baking up a storm. Uh, as well as that, we're going to be chatting to Alexander Gao, who you may know. I remember when Triple J, met him the first time. He's in part of the band Oh Mercy, who um, we used to play a fair bit on that particular station. He's got a really cool podcast. He's been. Interacting with some of Australia's best songwriters, and they've all been writing a song on the one instrument. And you're going to be hearing about that later on when Alex drops by, it should be a good times, Matt. Let's get stuck in. Here we go, here we go,
0: here we go. Matt and Alex,
2: all day breakfast. Well, Alex in the group chat's a wonderful place, isn't it? No. <laughs> well, you need to find. <laughs> and that's all we've got time for here on all day breakfast.
1: <laughs> we'll be catching you later. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah No, look, I mean, I've, spent it, I've said it before. It used to be all about the roasts back in the day, but now, I mean, especially when we were looking at Are You Okay Day recently, you know, the group chat's turned into a really great place with the mates, you know? Right. um People sort of saying, oh, you know, you're posting your dinner. Wow, man, that was awesome. Oh, gee, how'd you make that? Oh, good. You know, posts on the, oh, look up, I'm up in Port Douglas. Oh, man, that's great. Wish I was <sighs> there. You know, it's positivity.
1: Well yes I I really appreciate that but I'm so bad at responding to texts that when any group chat that I end up in I end up being Simba in a cascade of wildebeests just <laughs> getting oh. absolutely trampled by the amount of messages coming through and uh, I try and jump up on a stick that doesn't work it falls down um, and then
2: and then things happen in the in the in the group chat that the names get changed you don't understand what's going on it's like <laughs> Yeah, suddenly you're you're in this group chat called like the I don't know, bicep boys or something. You're like, <laughs> "What what is this?" And then and then you're like, and suddenly the thumbs up has turned into like a like a a, a person looking through a monocle and you're like, "I what is this supposed to mean something?" <laughs> you Anyways, the memo, you can also yeah. get you can also learn things. You get news updates from the and group I got chat. A shocking news update because someone um we all went to the same high school this particular group chat brisbane state high who started this group chat oh look it's been around since facebook started mate or since group started whoa it's been around for a long time so it's like a facebook Um, message group and this is this i'm assuming this is but we're all living living in different cities so i also think that there's probably another side chat for the brisbane boys which kind of annoys me (laughs) because i wonder what's going on in there (laughs) you're not in yeah, because I know that someone would have messaged once, hey, what's everyone doing this Saturday? You want to come around? Knowing full well that I couldn't make it. Yep. But then I'm sure that a few jokes pop up in that thing as well without <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. So anyways, one of, the, one of the boys texts in, Jimbo, messages in yep. and he says, lads, did you hear there was a kidnapping at State High today? What? Your old school? Yes. And I was like, what the hell? And so I jump online because, I mean, obviously being in Sydney, I don't hear the local yeah. news. I thought that's pretty big news. So I jump online. I can't see anything on news.com. I start searching courier mail. I tell oh, Belle, I'm like, Brisbane you know there was hits, a kidnapping yeah. at Brisbane State High? And then and then she's like, oh, wow, that's full on. She starts looking on like online. Yeah. Thingy. I'm looking at Twitter. I'm like, I can't see anything. So I get back on the on the group chat, going, Oh, I can't find it. Then like some of the other boys are like, Yeah, we can't find it either. What's going on? What's going on? The next morning, Jimbo jumps back on the group chat and goes, Yeah, but apparently he woke up. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then says, Sorry, I fell asleep after I <laughs> after I Sorry. wrote the setup and didn't <laughs> <laughs> Had too many whiskeys and passed out before I could give you the punchline. He literally <laughs> he went he started napping. He literally after so making there was a, kid a hey did joke. you hear there was a kidnapping at State High today? Yeah, but he woke up and I'm like I've been like looking all over the internet but it's horrible news and he my mate's just had too much whiskey and passed out. Yeah, you need a quicker oh punchline on that. On <laughs> so that. so when's the I'm wondering when's the when's the I don't know the the joke just not landed or something, <laughs> when, whenever, whenever you're misfired, whenever you've forgotten a punchline or just completely missed it, let us know at matt.n.alex. It's sort of like where
1: well, you, could, you could send a, a message and then it goes out of reception as well. And you can't get another one through to just <laughs> try and go, no, wait, 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 wait. No, this does not what I
2: mean. <laughs> Yeah, let us know when that's uh, when that's backfired. What is it, reception woes, or just <laughs> the follow through has been fa- way too late? The follow up. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of ligma. No, okay, I'm not. Li- <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it doesn't remind you of ligma at all. Okay. Oh my lord! Pull your head in.
1: <laughs> I was gonna wait till tomorrow to finish that one off. <laughs>
2: People will be people will be on Google, going, "What the hell is ligma?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow.
1: <laughs> coffee, yeah, coffee. A
0: seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, well, I feel a buzz. Click, 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 blah, 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 blah. click. Fish. Click fish. with producer Bron.
2: Hey, Bron. Yeah, you, look, you were lucky. You listening are very lucky that you didn't hear the absolute debacle of an intro that Alex Tyson just gave her on. Oh,
1: it was a sticker. Talking Adam. about
2: fish lips. Oh, yeah, you're the only groper who's going to take the bait.
1: It was a disaster. It really was. And I thought, oh, we're going to have to use it. I look and thank goodness. We've done we've done breaks on this show before that you have never heard because the recording didn't work on either of our ends.
2: We're talking full-blown, like, 10-minute yeah. breaks. Interviews with people.
1: <laughs> we've had to call people back and say, we weren't recording. Can we do this again? And thank goodness it wasn't recording this time around because I did make a meal of it. But Bron, you made a meal for me, and that meal is biscotti. Thank you very much for um, doing that. That was very lovely
2: of you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Um, what's
2: the secret to the ba- biscotti? Well, actually, first, biscotti. tell us what, what's, what is biscotti?
0: It's like a really dry um, Italian biscuit, like, good for having a dri- like have with a cuppa.
2: The so give, dunk. It, give it a good dunk, yeah. eh? Dunk that biggie. Oh, sure, that little dunked mumsy. <laughs> okay, so what um, what's the secret to a good one?
0: I don't, I don't know. You have to cook them twice. It's a bit of a process. What? Cook it twice? You cook it in a log and then you cut it into the slices and then you cook it again. What? Yeah.
2: Double cook?
0: Good. It, it was a good um, lockdown weekend project. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's nice. Um, and is this a secret family recipe?
0: No, it was one of those annoying recipes on the internet where you have to go through like their whole journey oh. and like. You get to the paid ad, the, yeah. the paid ad
2: news articles where you think, what? That can't be the end of the recipe. you got to scroll more. Mate, I did that with crepes yesterday. I was trying to cook crepes. I got four good crepes out of a recipe that served 12. Had to throw a lot in the bin, wasted three eggs. Belle was not happy with me. Let's put it that way. But served up a few there. craps.
1: Um, yeah. Now, Bron, oh, yeah. what articles have you been clicking on this weekend that we are too cool to click on?
0: This one is an oldie and I don't know how I missed it, but I am obsessed with this story. So headline, even diehard Michael J. Fox fans don't know his real middle name.
1: Oh, what the J stands for? <sighs> yeah. it's a It's a real life Simpsons...
2: Thing.
0: Yeah, it doesn't stand for J J A Y like Homer. Well, that's funny because
2: that's what my partner's nickname, I mean middle name is. J-A-Y. Yeah. Oh, and, I, wow. and like, yeah, and I was like, ah. Oh. And she she told me, I was like, she had made me guess when we first started seeing each other. I was like, I don't know. And then she used the Simpsons as a clue. Have mm-hmm. a guess what Woods' middle name is. Starts with a C. Uh, K-
0: Chloe? uh
1: Clarice. No. Cyranoosh. Now, um Bron, what, <laughs> what is... For real? <laughs> is, that
0: a, is that a family middle name? No.
1: Okay. Cyranoosh? No, it is
2: not. No, it is... I said noot. No, it is not. No. <laughs> I've never heard of Sirenush before in any kind of No, neither form. did I. No. Is it a
1: regular name? I think their parents had read the same book and there was a character named Sirenush in there.
2: Oh, that's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. Lucky they didn't read Stephen King's It. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise... Middle name would be Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be good.
1: Oh man, this is a, this is loose fun days. We should be <laughs> okay. This is so what Friday is his, kind of What's
0: territory. his middle name? So apparently there was some urban legends about what it was, and some people really believed that it stood for Jello, which
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> which it doesn't. Oh my gosh!
0: But his middle name, the J, stands for Andrew. What? <laughs> His middle name is Andrew. So, so where's
1: the J come from?
0: <laughs> because he, there was already a Michael Fox right. actor and he was like, oh, I want a different name to him. And then he didn't want it to be Michael A. Fox
2: Michael, a fox.
0: Yeah, yeah. for, for <laughs>
2: headlines. Who's going to play this character? Michael, a fox. Who's Michael? What? A fox. A fox is going to play the character?
0: So he he did it out of respect for an actor that he loved, um, Michael J. Pollard.
2: Yeah, right. How right, about that? Right, okay.
0: But I just oh, that's loved
1: that story. <laughs> very, very nice. Well, that's yes. good to know. Um, uh, all right, so- story number two, Bron.
0: Is this from Teen Vogue, the headline? Yes! Oh, loving it! Northwest exposed Kim Kardashian for being fake again. Um, <laughs> oh, fox I missed the first time.
2: <laughs> what happened?
0: So, I love stories like this because nothing humbles celebrities more than their own children. You can hear North in the background of Kim's Instagram story saying this. Why do you talk different? Why do I talk different for what?
2: For
1: your
0: videos.
2: For my videos, I'm the same human being. I don't talk different.
0: So guys, please. do you think I talk
3: different
0: when I'm talking about contour? Yeah. How do I talk, guys? Guys. So today I got this no mask
2: and these no bronzers. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> that is
1: savage. Already <laughs> ripping influences. And how old is North?
0: Um, it should probably be about seven
1: now. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's very He's
0: funny. She's so funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this isn't the That's first brutal. time. That's brutal. Earlier on in the year as well, Kim was saying how much she loved Olivia Rodrigo's new music and then North in the background also just rips into her saying, no, you don't. You never listen to Olivia Rodrigo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, love it.
2: Great. Well, is there any other stories that you've seen in the news so far?
0: Well, this one's from the Huffington Post. Um, headline, someone paid 72 thousand dollars for the weirdest piece of Albus memorabilia ever
1: oh the weirdest piece of Elvis memorabilia for $72,000. <sighs> okay, whatever it, whatever
2: is the weirdest thing think weirder I'm guessing yeah I so mean straight could- away I assumed hair or a condom I, I don't know why but I thought like a used <laughs> condom oh my God. and then oh my not God. like a full one like anyways <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes it better <laughs> That's but you know, a, I thought immediately like a, something like that—a half, something a full that he Elvis condo <laughs> discarded, like an old comb or um, some a hair, the hair off the off the hairdresser's floor. What is it?
0: It is. So it's his hair. You had it right the first. time. Wow! Oh. So it's, it's like a, it's there a we go. Did Elvis's
1: dad find it under the stairs?
0: It was yeah, from like my <laughs> hair. <laughs> it was from his um his hairdresser. Wow. But what's really interesting is that it's actually gone down in value from about 20 years ago where it was sold for $115,000. Oh,
2: a depreciating asset. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And why? What? Because it's just because Elvis's popularity is not as big anymore.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe it was the economy, but in 2002 it sold for 115000 and then just recently it sold for 72000
1: Well, I was That's- thinking about that because I was talking to about someone's dad's Bob Dylan collection of vinyls and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, it'd probably be worth a fair bit of money." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's probably going down because the more people, the more people who go go through, um, they're probably more likely to love it. Olivia Rodrigo's collection rather than a Bob Dylan collection, so it'll be it'll be going down. You've got to sell
2: now. Yeah, well, that's it. If you've got any rock stars from the '70s hair, <laughs> get it sold, ASAP. You're sitting on a sinking ship.
1: Billie Eilish's hairdresser, hold, okay? Bob Dylan, sell, Eilish,
2: hold. that's going Can't to the, the moon. Thurs, the Thursday newsletters from all of the, yeah. all of the hairdressers. There's, been, there's never been a better time to sell or buy your celebrity's hair. Bron, thank you so much, as always, for doing our dirty work for us. We really appreciate it. And uh, I expect to receive some biscotti in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Order up. Just how you like it. It's perfect. All day
0: breakfast.
2: Well, Alex Dyson, our next guest is a gentleman behind a podcast that sees some of Australia's best singer-songwriters all using the same single instrument to create a new song uh, each week
1: Not at this, all at the same time
2: No, 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 <laughs> it's a travelling guitar um, He's also an award winning s- singer and songwriter behind uh, the bands Oh Mercy and more recently Perfect Moment, ladies and gentlemen please welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast it's Alex Gao, hello Alex
3: G'day Matt, how are you?
2: I'm better now that you can actually hear me. Before we press record on this interview, you two talking away and I was asking questions and having a chat. No one was responding to me. Anyways. Yeah, so apologies for that Matt. Here. I
1: just had you faded fade down. and We were having a good old catch-up, Alex, over many, many different things. I walked around your suburb the other day. How's it, how's it been living in an old uh, dank share house during lockdown?
3: Well, it's good. Because it's old and dank, it means that... Um, I can afford to have a couple of rooms, <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> which, means, yeah. Yeah. which means I've got my piano and um, recording stuff set up in one room and I sleep in another, which um, is a first for me. I generally, um, for my entire adult life, I've stepped um, out of my bed and, and onto some rec- recording equipment. So <laughs> this is a real treat. It's been fine. It's officially
2: going to the office for the day is actually stepping into the next room for once.
3: For once, yeah. Falling down the stairs and... Dripping over my cat. Uh, I also adopted a cat from down. She's 13 and a half and um, Aww. cranky.
1: Aww. <laughs> Are you taking um, portraits of the cat? I've seen you've been doing some really great portraits of Australian musicians, really, Alex. Uh, does, does your cat get a good look in?
3: I can't get my cat to, to to stay still. She's 13 and a half and sleeps 23 and a half hours of the day, but when I go to photograph, it's just, you know, she's 13 and a half going on too. winning um, <laughs> You Turns know, into so Speedy
2: Gonzalez and yeah, just like,
3: like <laughs> beat line Olympic game uh, <laughs> golf, gold medal winning performances whenever the camera comes out. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed taking photos of my Museo friends, but you know, during this really strict Melbourne lockdown, I, I can't. So, yeah, it's been a little, uh, it's been a little lonely taking photos of like the um, the, the dying winter flowers out the back and um, oh. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness me So how do you? How does it go taking photos of your musicians Because I know musicians, they're not always the most comfortable in front of the camera Sometimes you need to get, get them up and going Do you have a particular insight being a musician yourself Of how to put other musicians at ease When they're, uh, when they're getting a flash in the
3: face Yeah, just take fewer pictures <laughs> <laughs> Save it People up, wind it up
2: once And then that's it Yeah, fair do enough it
3: once. Do it once and do it right um and, and show them the door. And they, everyone <laughs> wins.
1: <went> <laughs> Let's jump into the podcast right now, man. One guitar. Sure. Whose guitar is it? And tell us about this journey that this uh, traveling guitar has has been on.
3: Sure. Um. So just to clarify a little bit, Matt, you're mostly right. Um. Weekly, I'll be releasing the episodes, but technically all of the artists in season one had four weeks to write a song yeah. on the same guitar, That one guitar. So I have one guitar, a beautiful J45 by Gibson, which is a very a classic-looking acoustic guitar that you probably have seen some of your idols playing at some point. How um, much does
2: one of those cost?
3: Like too much for it for an indie musician.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, if your idea is good enough, then uh, Gibson kind of help you make it work. That kind of, that Fantastic. kind of price that That price <laughs> range. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which um, is saying something because I'm getting all the artists to carve their, um their names into the back of the guitar, which kind of, Makes makes me cry a little bit every time. but um, <laughs> Well, also- the names
1: you've got are pretty damn good. I mean, you've got Paul Kelly, you've got Bernard Fanning, Alice Skye, some incredible people doing it. So I reckon I reckon it's even, if if it's possible, it's raising the value of this guitar, Alex.
3: You could be right. Hopefully it's, man, call me Indiana Jones, but hopefully it'll end up in a museum one day. Um, and <laughs> hey. I, I, I am shedding a tear, but I'm shedding, it's, 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 crawling down my cheek into a grin. Um, So yeah, it's a deeply kind of audacious project for sure. And, you know, I'm doing a poor job of explaining it to you, but let me start at the start. Uh, I was interested in the idea of of songwriters sharing an instrument and having the same amount of time to write a song on that instrument. Um, Because when all of, if you consider this an experiment and you begin to control the variables, i.e. the same guitar and the same amount of time, then it becomes really interesting and exciting to compare the creative output, right? So when you listen to Paul Cowley's song and Sarah Blasco's song, you can do that knowing that they had the same instrument in the same amount of time and that, I guess, what's left at the end of that process is the creative output, the creative individualism of, mm. of the artist and it's rare to get that opportunity, that that insight.
2: I mean, as a songwriter, you would know more than most, I would assume, that four weeks is the time that they were given, but surely some probably spent four weeks writing it, and some probably wrote it in half an hour before, <laughs> uh, before you, the know, deadline, they to, before they had to <laughs> upload the track. And there's no, but the thing is, mm. there's no right or wrong in that. Mm. I mean, sometimes you got to think for four weeks before you can deliver something that takes three minutes. You know, you just got to wrap your head around it. Well, didn't Dolly Parton write Jolene and Nine to Five in the same day?
1: I think there's about so, that. So,
2: did you see any of that discrepancy between artists and who was, you know, working fastidiously for for 28 days straight and who just sort of said, oh, shit, it's today and then just wrote something?
3: You're so right, Matt. You're so right. And quickly, Alex, it was I Will Always Love You. Enjoying oh, it. that was it. There you go. Um, <laughs> you're so, I mean, Sarah Blasco was writing the lyrics like the, the day that she was delivering her vocal and that's because she was looking after a newborn child.
2: Um, yeah, totally.
3: And, and you, but you're so right about that. All of the artists have their own approach to writing, their own creative process. And I bet some of them wrote it the two days prior to delivery. But like you importantly said, that doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't spend their four weeks. They were probably just in you know what some artists refer to as sponge mode, observational <laughs> mode, collecting ideas, you know, yep. Balbo mode um, for the three weeks and, and five days. And um, it's like Dali said at one point, uh, apparently, some woman in a seaside town asked for 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 him to paint her or sketch a little picture you know um and he just did a little you know drawing and and handed it to her and he said that'll cost you whatever (laughs) whatever (laughs) what's the spanish currency anyhow like but you know five million dollars or whatever and she's like what do you mean it took you 10 seconds and he said no it took me all my life um yeah (laughs) that kind of thing um so, yeah, I mean, Sarah was raising a child. She she was doing her vocals on, on the, the day of delivery. But I think that is partly why this is such an inter- interesting project, because how often do you get to hear Sarah Blasco commit an idea to record that was written that very day? Mm. And that is not a complete work. Like I, I make sure that everyone understands when listening to one guitar that this is not the definitive, you're not listening to the definitive version of these songs, you're listening to the songs after four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you keep your ear tuned in, you might hear this song uh, at the next DMA's concert or the next Bernard Fanning solo gig and you might hear a new verse in there or some lyric changes to the bridge. Um, you hopefully will hear it with a band arrangement and you might follow that right through to a recording and I'm sure that these songs will, will develop um, over that process and that's part of the joy.
1: And the great part is is if you're listening to one guitar on the listener app, uh, you can hear Alex, you get to talk to the people who have done it and you also get to hear the songs in the podcast as well, which is not always the case when it comes to podcasts, but it's really cool that that's been able to be organized. Um, how have you found them? Because you would have listened to a few now. Can you give us an insight of how you yeah, how you rate them? Give us your own review of a few different songs. What has surprised you? Are there different styles?
3: Yeah, of course, they're all different styles and this, this, they're in the style of the songwriter. I, I don't mean that I'm not having a jab, but like I, I really legitimately, legitimately mean that. They're in the style of the songwriter because with four weeks, the same instrument and um, all that's left is is the songwriter. So when you listen to Bernard's song, you go, well, that's all Bernard. When you listen to Sarah's song, it's all Sarah. Same with Paul Kelly, Alice Sky, Johnny Took from DMAs. I'm going to do a Christmas episode with Paul Dempsey. Oh, um, God. Uh, Knows yeah, his Missy- way
1: around an acoustic guitar, does Paul.
3: Who <laughs> 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 <Sure> does? <laughs> um, and Missy Higgins episode coming up soon as well. So it'll oh, be seven in bro. the first season. Yeah, that,
1: that is incredible. I can't pick a
3: favorite because they're kind of, you know, I guess that I feel, um, I don't know. I feel some kind of like I'm partly responsible for their creation, right? Just mm. by you know, see it. picking up the phone and saying, "Hey, do you want to do you want to be involved?" And lots of the songwriters gave me a little bit of an eye roll. And then that eye roll was followed by, yeah, sweet. Let's do it. And by the end of it, they all thanks me oh, and for what, you know, what Paul Kelly says is I got a new song out of this. Thanks. Um, and that's because oh, songwriters love a deadline. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's perfect. Well, we're look, we're thanking you as well for yeah. making this podcast series. It's so exciting to have such incredible artists all coming together for the same purpose. And uh, you, like you said, coming up with new songs and new material. Uh, So it's really awesome for all the fans out there that just wanna hear all of these great artists. Drop something that is, uh, you know, a once off. It's a pleasure, Matt. Alex Gow from Oh Mercy and uh, Perfect Moment. We can't thank you enough. And we're looking forward to One Guitar, the podcast. It is on listener app uh, for free or wherever you get your podcast. So please have a listen and have a listen to all the tracks that were made specifically for this very moment.
1: We wish you well with future um, songs coming out, as you mentioned, from Paul Dempsey and Missy Higgins. The only issue I see, I didn't, I saw Australia Post like. I've got a backlog and they're like stopping parcels going for a couple of weeks. Is the, is the guitar going to be okay? Have you had these issues, Alex?
3: Uh, fortunately, I've been okay so far. I'm just hoping that the my, the five K's limit drops and I can, I can drive it around the Paul's house. Oh, of, the hair
1: delivery in, for sure.
3: In a, in a, <laughs> in the Sydney of Melbourne, south of the river. <laughs>
1: Goodness yeah, me. Yeah. Go. That's always a tough commute. Uh, but thanks so much again, Alex, all the best with it. We'll catch you soon.
3: Thanks Alex and Matt. Bye.
1: Now, last week, you might remember, Matt, we had Lauren and Conchetta from Big Natural Talents, the podcast on the show, which was um, very, very good. Um, very funny stuff, talking about their own podcast, which they talk about gossip. Conchetta was very nice, sent a message and said, hey, thanks for having on. I'm like, oh, it was super fun. Cheese for coming on. Did you get that Matt and Alex bump? And she's like, oh, we're not about the numbers, which makes me think they did not So <laughs> They did shame. not get a single bump. <laughs> shame on you listening for not, <laughs> not helping us out with that.
2: And also, she didn't send me a message. Did you follow her afterwards? What the hell is that about? I've been following her for ages. Well,
1: that was it because I did the follow because I wasn't following them. So I was probably the
2: only bump. Oh, what? So she thinks she doesn't have to thank me at all? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. she'd be right. (laughs) She'd be dead right. (laughs) Is she following you? You could look it up. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> All right. So. I mean, I mean, we're mates. So I'm assuming she followed. It doesn't matter. I'm just annoyed that she didn't thank me. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, it's the Matt and Alex show. Yep. and she's out here going, "Oh, thanks, Alex. Yep, for having me on the show." Yep. it's like, yeah, well, it's not the Alex show. It's the Matt and Alex show. <laughs> thank me as well. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, well, you'd think so
1: if if she <laughs> was thankful to you, uh, she would have done that. Um, but I digress because we were talking about goss from, you know, everyday life. None of these celebrities who go on to think they're, you know, the bee's knees, everyone talking about them, getting papped,
2: that kind of thing. Talking about real-world goss. Why do people talk about the bee's knees so much? <laughs> what is... What type of knees do bees have? Like, I don't mean <laughs> that to get all that Seinfeld. Popular. <laughs> That is so
1: Seinfeld, man. That is really... <laughs>
2: honestly, I've never... <laughs>
1: What's the deal with the bee's knees? I haven't what seen a with popular bees- knee. <laughs> What's wrong with the bee's elbows? I mean, <laughs> come on, people. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just, I just want to give you some goss, man, because I've got some goss from my life. Unfortunately, um, haven't been able to see anyone, haven't talked really to anyone um outside of my household for a have while have you been
2: watching the bachelor because that's no. what's been happening to me i've been so deep Bron, get on <laughs> no. board this have you watched the have you watched the season of the bachelor where the with the guy with the cut on his head cuz he smashed his head on the glass
0: is that an american yes oh uh, no i don't watch the american one.
2: Oh, i was hoping i could talk to someone about it it's like it's what? like 2 years old this season but what? it's been replaying on arena. I think Bell's been following it every night. And what? What? And he what's ended the up Duke,
1: with, he like on a date or something. Cut his head
2: open. Yeah, he cut his head on a glass trying to get into a golf buggy. Anyway, he spends the rest of the season with a big gash in his forehead. It's looking <laughs> pretty big. eh? like I was what? like, ha ha. Going he on cut the his dates head with everyone. <laughs> yeah, and he's got like bandages. Then it scars over. It's like, pretty pretty mean.
1: Is that part of the the? TV show was like looking for true love even if someone has, you know, a f- like facial the, the, injury the or something like that, yeah. The Cuz they they've stooped very low before. Um Average Joe, I remember the, the the reality series where it's just average dudes going for this one girl. Kind sort of thing. So I wouldn't mo- I wouldn't uh, look, You remember you some, him.
2: what to cut his face. There's, there's, some, to, to there's something love. about
1: Miriam. Remember that? <laughs> there's there's many ways that these people would would go to try and make a new twist on a dating show. <laughs> Remember, you, what was that? You want to be the bachelor. I want to marry Harry. Yeah, i just glass Remember? you in the face, mate. I want to marry Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really Prince Harry. <laughs> they thought it was just some red-headed dude. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Anyway, I've got some hot goss. You want to hear my hot goss? Yes, please. <clears throat> A lot of hot, steamy goss coming out of my brand new Sims 4 family, Matt. Oh. <sighs> You would not believe. Okay, I'm a young adult, kicking off, that's all fine, making my house, randomly generated character, meet this lady going for a run, okay? Her name's Bella Goth, all right? Start getting along, going pretty well, give me a few mm, few little love hearts coming up. (laughs) I suddenly figure out to look at her profile, she has a spouse already. (laughs) But... It's her birthday coming up, and we're getting pretty close. He invites me around, and I'm like, oh, okay. Go around to her house. Husband's there. What do I do? Start flirting. Okay. Feel the last. Answer. He's angry. He's livid on that. I take say, oi, come up to the balcony with me, have our first kiss on the balcony at what, her birthday party Goss while the husband's downstairs in the house. Getting angry. Incredible. She left him for me. She left him for me. <laughs> You could ask this ask them is- to leave spouse. We eloped. We're living together now. Bella <laughs> oh got she, she's God. got old. She, she's gone to grey hair. So it's like now it's like an intergenerational okay. relationship. Do you know what and you have? When she got married, it's, you've got to decide who's moving in. She had two kids. I said no, don't move in. But you can choose to split the money. And I took <laughs>
2: took the money, and the kids are living in there.
3: <laughs> so <house. laughs>
2: I'm worried, Alex, because you have always been of the. Highest morals. Highest integrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 wouldn't pick me. I mean, you know, you have never, ever said a single, single positive word about infidelity in any way, shape or form. You loathe it. You find it disgusting. I know. Just break up with someone if you don't like them anymore. In pixel form, (laughs) old Casanova Chris over here is just bloody... Laying his seed all through (laughs) the fields of
1: Simville. Simville. Well, yeah, it was extremely saucy. So I thought I'd better update you on that. So I don't know what else is going on.
2: Downstairs with a storm cloud over his head.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Got love hearts going through. Oh, man, it was very romantic. But our place is sick. Got a pool and everything. So anyway, there you go. Um,. That's all I wanted to let you know about.
2: (laughs) That's that's where our lives are at right now. Video game smooches are getting getting us going.
1: Yeah, doing a little bit of uh, woohoo in the jacuzzi. Uh, That's... woohoo in the jacuzzi. That's a big weekend in lockdown. That's it. let's go. Uh, But look, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Thank you, producer Bron for the biscotti and a little bit of uh, clickfish as well. Um, and also, Alex Gow, please do check out the podcast. I'm going straight there. That sounds
2: so awesome. One guitar on the listener app. Matt O'Kine, it's been a pleasure. Well, this is ridiculous. Look, it says bees have lots of other specialised structures on their legs to carry <laughs> pollen, but the bee's <laughs> knee itself is no more remarkable than any of the other leg joints. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I didn't know that you had that on other days. Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> Save your gold,
1: mate. You're ruining it. Okay, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And we'll catch you for another All Day Breakfast episode
0: tomorrow. Bye bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast Kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alps.
2: Oh, chuh, that little dunked mumsy.
0: <laughs> Listener.